1: Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor. I am your host, Greg Solvander. Uh, you can find us on every, pretty much everywhere that you listen to podcasts. So whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, uh, Good Pods, anywhere that you can find podcasts, you can find us. Uh, make sure that you check out everything on 5 uh, Our own Brady Hawk is constantly churning out the best heat content in the market, in my opinion. Um, but I, you know, I'm a little biased there. Uh, and also, we have a lot of stuff on Five Reasons YouTube. The channel is constantly bringing new uh, material, pre games, post game shows, as we get you ready for the Miami Heat season. Uh, but before we do anything further, uh, I want to tell you about one of the great sponsors of Five Reasons Sports and Five on the Floor, and that's Therapist Preferred. So this is uh, this is uh, a company that has products that I really. Um, I swear by I've, I've gotten some of them and they've been really good for me. They've helped with my sleep uh, and, and anxiety. They're a CBD company founded in 2019 by a physical therapist to maximize performance and recovery for active people. 100% THC free. No worry about a drug test. Third party lab verified all products made in the USA with cutting edge technology from organically grown hemp. Uh, The most popular products are actually some of the ones I like the best. The CBD sports cream, the strawberry lemonade gummies, the green apple gummies. All of those are great. Uh, If you use the promo code 5RSN, you'll get 25% off your order plus free shipping right now, which is huge. You guys know uh, this cost of shipping is going up. So shop now at therapistpreferred.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at therapistpreferred. And again, the promo code is Five RSN for twenty five percent off, and now today's tonight's episode. Down to yai. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Wait, here's the thing: you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, rain rubble frogs. Just like Bubba said, you in trouble, y'all. kept the flow playing, got a all day Y'all seen the block? Stop the one here. Pat we trust, Inspire, have the guts We're here to bring the heat, y'all can
0: hang it up Welcome to 5 on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo plus others from the 5 Reasons Sports Network
1: Welcome back to five on the floor. I'm your host, Greg Sylvander. No Ethan, no Alex, but we have enough. Brady Hawk is with me. You can follow him at Brady Hawk uh, 305. And uh, we're coming off the heels of uh, what the the team deemed the uh, the dress rehearsal, Brady. So like we actually got to see the squad tonight. Um, so uh, tonight's floor plan, we're going to talk about what we saw against the Boston Celtics. The Miami Heat closed out what I um unofficially so this is just in greg sylvander's record books i think this is probably the best preseason that the team has ever had like i can't think of a preseason where they have ironed out as many details and and played as well and looked as good um despite all the ins and outs of players and and stuff like that. So they closed the preseason four and one, they beat Boston one twenty one to 100. And this was, you know, they called it the dress rehearsal. I was reluctant to think they actually were going to do it. And, and Brady, we got to see the regulars, uh, particularly in the first half. Uh, This is really interesting in terms of the rotation and the way that they've narrowed it down. Brady, talk a little bit about, um, just the way that we saw the first half shape up from a rotation perspective and the substitution patterns, I think that that's stuff that will translate. So it's something we can really take from this game.
0: Yeah, I think it's something we focused on a lot last season when you're looking at you cannot put Jimmy and Bam on the sideline for too long because everything would fall apart. That was one of the biggest things when you got Kyle Lowry that you'd have another guy, a part of those three who you can insert in and have two guys on the bench at the same time. The difference I saw today is that they left Jimmy in to begin with the bench unit. You had Tyler in there with him, you had Deadman in there with him, which by the way, Jimmy and Deadman have a great chemistry, like side pick and rolls. They play at like the same type of methodical speed that they run these type of things and just play together really nicely uh, so that's interesting, obviously Markeef is another guy that can pop and roll that mixed in there as well, and obviously Lowry and Bam got to get some rest so then obviously they mixed in Lowry back in, put Jimmy on the bench. And that's where I think everything kind of comes together where you have Tyler kind of getting into rhythm after maybe three or four minutes and you add Kyle back into the point guard slot, allow Tyler to slide over and you saw him playing off the catch. You saw that three, you know, corner coming off pin downs. You saw him, I think it was, I don't know what it ended as but four for four from three at one point on the night. So having Kyle Lowry on this team, I think we always talked about Bam out of bio being enhanced by the things he does. I think we're seeing Tyler Hero probably benefits, as much as anybody on this team. So they have something at least that they can they can rely on Tyler to a certain degree, but they need that one solid rock next to him to kind of keep things going, and now they have that and Kyle Lowry added to the group. So it's going to be interesting. They have a nine-man rotation that they narrowed it down to. Gabe Vincent will be probably the 10th man that they'll slot in when needed. I think we've they solidified that tonight, and it's just going to be interesting to see the way – they can maneuver things in different ways. Folcher always find a find ways to kind of mix things up throughout the regular season, but at least they finally have a base to start it up
1: it, That's so true, and I I think uh, as much as we've talked about how awesome Tyler has looked, we can't underrate that there's an element of this that I think Kyle plays into that, and I think it also helps Max Struess. Also, what Kyle has been able to do, and uh, just you know, kind of piggybacking off of what you were mentioning related to the rotation. I thought it was particularly interesting that when they narrowed it down to the nine, um, like I thought that they may go 10 and it was apparent tonight, just by the way, the minutes were distributed, that Gabe is just outside of the rotation, that they're just not willing to go there if they don't have to. Um, And I think we saw with, uh, you know, obviously the way Kyle distributes, Jimmy getting in the mix, getting back in the fold. And obviously Bam, although he made some mistakes uh, and had some turnovers, he's always a threat to facilitate. And then Tyler's coming out of nowhere and being amazing. So uh, they've got a lot of options. Um, I, I want to go in a different direction here. And that's, I, I want to talk about Jimmy Butler in particular, because he's the guy we've seen the least of. Um, and to me, I was really encouraged by this performance. Bernie Lee, his agent tweeted out about his free throw attempts, 11 of them in 25 minutes. Like that's a good sign. Uh, Brady, what did you see from Jimmy that you liked in particular? And are you concerned at all that, um, if this season is about him maximizing this, these new rules and getting to the line that the wear and tear is going to be anything that we need to worry about with him, just seeing him get 11 free throw attempts in 25 minutes. I'm like, what's going to happen on a 45 minute night. Uh, It's all good things, but can his body hold up? I think we
0: were kind of overthinking the Jimmy element. in A lot of ways when thinking about him slotting next to Larry, like, is he going to be shooting more threes playing off the catch? Is he going to be doing different things that he's not going to do? Jimmy Butler's going to be Jimmy Butler no matter what. Like I think that told us that tonight. If anything, Kyle's going to be the versatile one, moving around, being the moving piece. But I think that's the interesting part. Jimmy is basically going into the teeth of defense, taking it up on guys. Even thinking back to when I got to watch that scrimmage in the practice facility, Jimmy was doing the same exact thing with that environment with his own teammates. He was just taking it into the basket, just calling in ones, screaming out, making sure to draw, draw contact. Like, that's going to be him all season, no matter what the rules are, no matter how they try to change the whistle. He's going to live at the free throw line. I think that's huge for this team. Um, I think it's funny because we saw so many whistles tonight. That probably will be a lot of heat games this season, just with the guys on this team that are going to draw so many fouls and get there. But that's going to be huge for him. I think the interesting part was him knocking down that three to begin the game. If he even has that corner three to to a minor degree, that's something huge for this team. Like if he's able to space it out and at least make a defender think about closing out a little bit, or maybe he can just be a threat at the end of the game. Like there's just so many different things, different directions they can go with him as a corner shooter, just a little bit. Like he's not in any way, he's not going to be a super corner threat like these other guys they have on the team, but just a little bit. And obviously Jimmy you're going to be Jimmy. He's going to get his shot attempts up. He's going to be passive when he needs to be passive, but you're going to, as you've seen in a preseason game, he wanted to try to get in a rhythm he got his shots up, he got to the free throw line, and that's going to be Jimmy all season.
1: Yeah, I mean, 50% from the field. You see them from the free throw line too. They got 29 attempts up, 27 of 29. Like, that's the other part about this team that I think I failed to acknowledge enough is that we we talk about them living at the free throw line. And so, like, I I think I've kind of taken for granted that, they better be a damn good free throw shooting team. Cause that's the way that they're going to get points. Um, and I'm going to shift gears here before we talk about kind of the superstar of the whole preseason, but I'm saving him because like, I feel like we really need to devote an entire segment uh, to, to what Tyler hero has done. But I, I want to focus in on the bigs for a second um, because, you know, we, we've looked at this team, they've gotten bigger, they've gotten stronger uh, tonight they out-rebounded Boston and 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 you know some of this when I'm looking through a box score of a preseason game it's a little premature to take much from it but still to out-rebound them by 11 like that those are good things that we wanted to see you talked about Deadman and and Jimmy and some of the stuff there Dwayne Deadman is is getting interesting with them three point attempts right uh mm-hmm. Talk to, me, talk to me about Markeith Morris. I think that he was a guy that if anyone had frustrated Heat fans so far this preseason, it's been maybe Markeith Morris. I could be nitpicking a little bit, but tonight he was actually really productive. I thought that he gave them good minutes um, and he's definitely part of the rotation. So they're counting on him to start the season. Brady, what did you see from Markeith?
0: Yeah, before this game, I think Markeith Morris, in my opinion, just been as I expected. Like, I didn't expect an efficient shooter. I think we knew that coming in. I think some fans kind of had Marcus Morris in mind when they're kind of picturing him slotting in there. Uh, But it was something I asked Folster about in that last game. I think the Morris, the way to utilize him is inside the arc and not outside of it. Like, if you can use him as a roller, as a guy that they like to put in the middle of the floor and kind of find different ways You've seen it with, they place Deadman in the dunker spot, put Morris in the middle of the floor, and you have that lob opportunity. It hasn't worked a lot of the times because it's either a bad pass or something. But the opportunity is there, and it's going to start working. Um, He's getting to the line a bit. He He plays well under the rim.
1: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
0: It just seems like there's a certain thing that's you've got to use him in that way more and more. Like, he's going to get three-point attempts, but... That's just not where you want him most of the time. I think if they can utilize him as a screener more and a roller, that's where you're going to see him really thrive. And I think putting him with Bam, I think a little bit more is something we're going to see more often. I think he needs speed next to him in the front court. Uh, so maybe he can dump it off sooner instead of Deadman. He's kind of, he has to kind of be right on timing yeah, wise where Bam so you can kind of wait it out and he can probably make up for him or a mishap. So it's like it feels like it's going to be a lot of adjustments throughout the season. But just from what I saw tonight for Morris, I think there's a lot of upside. Defensively, I think you know what he gives you. Uh, and I think the highlight for him of, this, of the night is going up on a fast break and,
1: <laughs> and then Jimmy kind of
0: – <laughs> Basically, that'll probably be the, the highlight of the night. But I think that right there, while we're on that topic, is a definition of this team. They're just going to be a fun team. Like, that's just it. They're going to be a team that's tough, but also – has a good time with each other and i think that's important
1: yeah no that that is a really good point there's been a certain level of um of magic around this group in the preseason that is it's totally apparent you didn't see it last year for whatever reasons and it's totally back and i i think part of that is playing free and and having fun and joking like that stuff means that the locker room is is in a good place for the most part and um and it, I, I think an interesting thing to watch from Eric Spolster's perspective is how he balances Morris and Tucker, because there's going to be nights where fans are going to get so frustrated because Tucker's going to log 39 minutes and he's going to have like two points, you know, because there's going to be yeah. nights where Spolster will just lean into PJ in ways that that will transcend a fan's understanding when you look at his points. Um but you know morris does bring some different things at least in the post and kind of from different places on the floor so i i i i'm interested like you said you know with him next to bam what that can do offensively defensively um and and that's where i'm going to uh end on the on the big man note is i want to talk about bam's game a little bit there was some frustration from fans um i think maybe early on in the game that there were some opportunities he didn't take, but I I didn't walk away from this game feeling that way. I felt like he was pretty aggressive, uh, got to the line, you know, an average, he, he, he was relatively aggressive for the most part. I mean, I didn't expect him to, to dominate, uh, from a field goal attempt perspective, but you know, he's up there, 12 attempts per game or 12 attempts tonight is, is within the ballpark of being one of the leaders, um, did do you do you sense that Bam has kind of gotten over that mental hurdle cuz I think we're like we're approaching that spot and I think that there's reluctance by fans to actually say it out loud that he's going to take that leap where where he uh takes the bull by the horns offensively do you think that he, that that's like where where we're going to see him start the season really aggressive
0: Yeah I think talking about tonight I think when I was looking at his in the article writing down some of the struggles he had in this game. One of them that I didn't mention was aggression because that was not an issue to me. Like I felt like he was taking the shots. Some of them were not great shots, but I'd rather him take shots that maybe aren't great than not take the shots at all. Um, So that's an ability that's able to be tweaked throughout a season. Um, I think there was times where maybe he was holding the ball too long or defensively. There were some things I think, as a team, there was some miscommunications on, on switching, and, and Bam was getting beat early on by Schroeder, and that stuff's able to be tweaked, where I don't think you're feeling comfortable walking away from this game, where you're walking into the regular season next Thursday, and you don't really know what you're getting from Bam. I think we know what we're getting. You see in that third quarter, I think many people caught the eye of just him just dominating the interior. If you have Jimmy and Kyle on the bench and you have a band that's able to play the interior, when you have Tyler next to him playing the perimeter, Duncan was in those minutes playing the perimeter and he's able to dominate offensive boards and go up for on the roll and dunk and get the end ones. That's what you need from him where that's where I walk away from this game. I'm saying that the aggression stuff wasn't in question, even when he had a bad game and he still came through when Jimmy and Kyle were on the bench. So I feel like it was a, not a great game from him, but I feel like it was good enough heading into the season that you feel comfortable that he's had some growth to a certain degree to kind of move forward.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. And, uh, you know, you talked about the the potent stuff off the bench and, and it's good to see Duncan and Tyler. I think Kyle is awarding them the opportunity to play for much longer stretches uh, in certain lineups where they couldn't be. Um, maybe hidden before, and now they really can. And I don't even—I hidden is maybe even too strong of a word. Um, sure. I, you know, particularly with Tyler Hero and as good as he's played, and and that's where I want to kind of end. But before we do, I want to tell you about another great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network and Five on the Floor, and that's my favorite daily fantasy app—that's Prize Picks. Um, so this is one where they make it super easy. It, it, you don't have to overthink anything. You just literally pick your favorite stars. You can uh, select anywhere between two and five players, regardless of sports. So you can mix and match NFL, NBA. You choose over and under. So they, they set you know passing yards. They set rushing yards. They set points for a player in a game and you choose over or under it's that easy you just over that amount or under and then you just watch your players win if you didn't get in to a uh fantasy football league this is a great way to watch your favorite players and uh and get to root for them and have a rooting interest beyond just uh, the games themselves. You get a little bit of money there. If you use the code five, that's promo code five, F I V E. You'll get your first deposit matched up to a hundred dollars. Again, that's prizepicks.com. use the promo code five. You'll get your first deposit matched and uh, definitely check that out and hit me up. If you want any prize, uh, I'll give you my prize picks, hit me up in the DMS. Uh, I'm always available for those. Uh, but back to our regularly scheduled programming, we're ending this preseason um, talking about what I think we should, and that's Tyler Hero. Like, this dude has been unbelievable every single game. Uh, to me, there has not been any any moment where I've looked at him and said, oh, no, there's regression there. Like, it's literally been uh, head over heels, fantastic. Um, is this for real? Like, Brady, are we really about to – embark on a season. You know, Ethan keeps throwing this thing out there about Tyler being the leading scorer. I'm not willing to go there yet. I still think Bam or Jimmy will get that. But um so far Ethan is looking right because that's kind of how it's played out. Do you think it's actually possible that he could lead the team in scoring off the bench?
0: I definitely think it's possible. I think from what you've seen so far, um I'm with you. I don't think I'd go there yet. Like I what I've seen from Jimmy and his ability to get to the line Throughout an 82-game season, I feel like he might have the edge there. Um, But I think he's going to be right up there. Like, it's going to be close. We're seeing a guy that we're debating about becoming a three-level scorer with the way he's able to control the mid range as we've seen so far. He's getting to the rim with the floater, taking it up, taking contact once in a while. But now you see tonight where he hits five threes, and it's an efficient five threes that's where the difference maker is going to be made when you're at shooting on high volume. I think it was, he shot 66% tonight. That's, that's just like a different level. When you have a point guard next to you that can get you the ball, hit you in your spots, not being one dimensional in a lot of ways. I think before, as I talked about before he was kind of being figured out by defenses. You knew he was going to try to get to the elbow. If he went to the rim, it was going to be a scoop layup and you kind of had the ability to put a center there. and and rotate over the threes were going to come spot up wise, but they dropped off last season. Now you don't know where he's going to hit you from because he has these, these dribble moves, these hesitations where he can get to different spots. He's not afraid to shoot over the top of you. Now the spot up three is coming in. He's flying off pin downs. Like you're seeing something where he's taking a step offensively where you can put him in different spots and use him in a different way. than I don't think we imagined before the season. Um, I don't think I'm there yet where you're able to, put Kyle, Jimmy, and Bam on the sideline and and give him a lineup. Yeah, But we're not too far away, which is crazy that we were talking about before how you had two guys that you had to kind of stagger. Now, in a lot of ways, you have four. So if this continues and you start the season and he's rolling and he's coming off the bench playing this high minutes and he's shooting efficiently, this team isn't just a postseason team. I think it's a regular season team, too.
1: that that's a really good point cuz we talk about like how are they going to get through the regular season but Bam and Bam and Tyler are young bucks man like they're ready <laughs> to roll and, and they can lean on them so if he's ready to do more you're so right and something that i really noticed tonight cuz we've talked about him getting stronger and everybody's pointing to his arms i'm low, i'm seeing it in the lower body like the stuff that he's able to do and you talked about it a little bit raising up on jumpers and getting a little extra elevation, it seems like he's hanging up in the air a little bit longer. Uh, he creates separation just by virtue of kind of jumping a little bit higher and a little bit. Um, like it, it's 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 interesting to watch what he's doing now. Um, and it's all to me, it looks like core strength and and, and lower body stuff that's really uh, that he's tapped into there but then you see the rebounds and the assists and you can realize that it's not just a physical thing. Like this is him also seeing the game slow down and you're right. Like it raises the ceiling of this team, like regardless of the Oladipo conversation, that's a whole nother yeah. topic. Tyler doing this kind of stuff. I think just really, I'm interested to see if when the lights come on and uh, and teams are shrinking their rotations, if if the hot shooting continues because it really changes everything for this team um so this may be uh our final no wait we'll have a couple more shows before uh before opening night so you're gonna get to hear us figure out what else we're gonna talk about between now and next thursday uh we may have some special guests lined up for you guys uh i think Nikias duncan may stop by we may get um a a friend of the program from the miami heat so um so look out for that coming down uh the pike and then also um Ethan and Alex will be back. The best preseason in heat history, guys, five and one. So now we move on to the regular season. We get real. One, two, three, culture. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the
0: five regional sports network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger.